guys, they don't like to go to doctors. They don't like to talk about these things with other guys. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's embarrassment or if it's a show, a sign of weakness or, you know, or what it is, but, you know, we just don't talk about that. And I think maybe it's a good idea that we, we are a little more open with these things because, you know, it, it shares that these stories with other, you know, uh, males that we can't ignore these things that are going on and uh, we need to go see a doctor. We're not, you know, always going to be that, that tough guy that, you know, is going to let it slide and, you know, it's, everything's going to be okay. It's, this doesn't work that way. I'm Lee Silverstein, and this is the Colon Cancer Podcast. Welcome to episode 88 of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And boy, we are in the throes of Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Everywhere I turn, I see my favorite color, blue everywhere. I love it. Keep those great photos and posts on social media coming. I love seeing them and love just seeing all the awareness work that's happening out throughout the out in the communities throughout the country and to raise awareness for colorectal cancer. Interesting time for me. I had my first scan in four months yesterday, and we'll be getting those results tomorrow. So fingers crossed that uh, everything continues to be nice and stable for me. That's what I'm hoping for. And let's talk about some of the exciting Get Your Rear in Gear events and other exciting events coming up. And the thing that's uh, first and foremost on my mind is the call on Congress. I'll be jumping on a plane heading to Washington, D.C. this coming Saturday for just an amazing time that I'm really excited about. This will be my first call on Congress event. I'm so excited to... Um, be a part of my first Fight CRC event and uh, shout out to Michael Sola and Julian Edwards for including me in this. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words how excited I am for this event. Looking forward to connecting with old friends, meeting some new friends. And I know it's going to be an intense four days uh, of of work, but important work that needs to be done, and uh, just can't wait to be a part of it. I often see people posting in the various Facebook groups talking about their struggle to stay hydrated. And if that applies to you, you should check out H2ORS. H2ORS is an oral rehydration solution. It's a medically accepted alternative to IV hydration. So for those of you who are struggling with this issue of staying hydrated, either due to an ostomy or perhaps chemotherapy, H2ORS is something for you to consider. It'll really help replenish your fluids and electrolyte levels. As a matter of fact, it has three times the electrolytes of most of the popular sports drinks without the excess sugar, artificial flavors, or artificial colors. My buddy Chris Shaw over at H2ORS is offering listeners of the Colon Cancer Podcast an opportunity to try a free sample of H2ORS. All you need to do is just go to their site, h2ors.com forward slash sample, and they'll ship a free sample out to you, no strings attached. And when you're ready to make your first purchase at h2ors.com, if you use the coupon code CCPOD, they'll give you 10% off your first order. 
some interesting events and exciting events taking place with the Colon Cancer Coalition. There's a couple of Get Your Rear and Gear events coming up the remainder of March, uh, coming up on next Saturday, March 24th. There's a Get Your Rear in Gear event taking place in Asheville, North Carolina, as well as Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So if you want to walk, want to run, and raise awareness for colorectal cancer, check out those two events. And there's a gala event taking place also next Saturday, March 24th, for our friends in Connecticut. There's the Blue Moon Gala, and this is in partnership with the Hartford Healthcare Women's Gastrointestinal Health Clinic. It sounds like a fabulous event taking place at the Aqua Turf Club in Plantsville, Connecticut. Information on this event and all of the Get Your Rear in Gear events can be found on the Colon Cancer Coalition website at coloncancercoalition.org forward slash events. As part of Colon Cancer Awareness Month, the Colon Cancer Podcast is going to be dropping a bonus episode on you on Monday, and my guest will be Dr. Andrew Albert. Many of you know Dr. Albert. He has become very active in the colorectal cancer communities and in many of the online uh, support groups, and Dr. Albert joined me for an interview last night, and he is a passionate guy, and that's what I I love about Andrew. He's become a good friend. He's been on the show before. If you haven't heard our previous episode, go back to the coloncancerpodcast.com forward slash 079, and that can be your introduction to Andrew and his, his work. But he and I had a really dynamic and interesting conversation about how do we make a difference? How do we get to that 80% screening rates that we're all shooting for? How do we raise awareness? How do we get more people to come forward and not be embarrassed when they have symptoms? So I hope you'll be joining me and checking out that episode coming up next Monday on March 19th. The easiest way to make sure you don't miss any episodes of the Colon Cancer Podcast is to subscribe. The easiest way to do it, folks, is just go to the Colon Cancer Podcast forward slash subscribe. And every time we drop a new episode, you will be notified. You'll never miss another episode. One of the challenges that many of us experience is all the time that we spend in the bathroom. And you know, all of that wiping, not only does it not leave you feeling clean, it often leaves you feeling irritated. I discovered a product called Fresh Assist, which is a simple spray that's available in either chamomile or lavender, and two or three spritzes on your regular toilet paper leaves you, as they like to say, feeling clean in between. I have fallen in love with this product. Uh, if I leave it at home, if I'm traveling, I'll really kick myself for not taking it with me. I know some of you may say that you use wet wipes, but those wet wipes, not only can they be irritating, but they often can lead to plumbing problems because they do clog up those pipes. I know they say they're flushable, but my grandson's toys, I've learned, are also flushable. Doesn't mean they're safe for your plumbing system. So I'm a big fan of Fresh Assist. You can check them out and order a bottle of chamomile or lavender. Chamomile is my go-to. Visit thecoloncancerpodcast.com forward slash fresh for more information. My guest this week is Paul Shadle. Many of you know Paul. He's been in the news and the media all over Facebook, all over Face, Fight CRC's uh, Facebook page. And he's been a key component and he is an advocate for fight crc 
Uh, his picture was one of many that appeared on the NASDAQ board in New York City last week. And we had a really interesting discussion. I do want to point out to you, you're, you're going to notice this immediately in my advanced apologies, is that I had some equipment trouble on my end with my interview with with Paul. So my side is a bit crackly. I will assure you that I've got this resolved for future episodes. Fortunately, Paul did a whole lot more talking than I did, but uh, just apologies in advance for the uh, poor audio quality on my end. I hope you'll be able to power through it and not let it be too distracting because Paul's message is one that needs to be heard. With that being said, join me now for my conversation with Paul Shadle. Paul, welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks, Lee. I, I kind of expected to hear you out of breath. You've been a rather busy guy these last few weeks from what I'm <laughs> seeing on social media. Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy the last couple of days. Uh, a lot of fun, and uh, uh, hopefully it continues so that way we can continue to get that message out. Sure. So what was it like to stand there in New York City and see your face up uh, up on the big screen for NASDAQ? Oh, my gosh. It was, uh, you know, very uh, surreal. You know, you, you see that, uh, those big signs up there, and you always, you know, see the, you know, the famous people up there, and you, you're looking at it as like, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm really there, and uh, just a crazy <laughs> How many of you uh, made the trip? Well, the actually the uh, the the trip I made was back in November. I had to watch it uh, yesterday over a stream, uh, but I personally was out in New York back in November, so I haven't I haven't been out there personally to see my picture other than through the live stream. Um, but oh, there okay. was a few people from my organization yesterday out there. Um, at least a couple of them were out there. I, I know taking the videos and, uh, you know, showing us uh, th through the, you know, streaming. Had you been to New York before? Yeah, it was a few years ago. Yep. Uh, been out there. Love Times Square. It's a, it's a great city and uh, definitely a, a great place to, you know, uh, get the message out there and for a lot of people to see that, uh, uh, that colon cancer awareness, you know, starting yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how, how did this all come to be? How did you walk us through, um, you know, how you became, how you came to be so famous? <laughs> uh, well, I'm an ambassador for Fight CRC. Um, went through some training back in August with them uh, in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, at the time, really didn't have any idea that, you know, this event was going to take place up until, you know, maybe a couple of weeks ago when they'd sent out a, an email, uh, you know, notifying us, you know, to kick off Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, they were going to be, that we were all going to be featured on, uh, you know, Times Square on the NASDAQ building. Uh, and that, you know, we get to the opening bell uh, ceremony yesterday. Yeah, there's a few people uh, that, uh, that event as well down in uh, Arizona. And where where's home? I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. So uh, you had quite a journey uh, uh, last fall to get over to New York. Talk about how you came to be involved with Fight CRC, Paul. 
Well, you know, when I was uh, diagnosed um, back in 2016, July, I was just looking for some resources online, you know, to help understand what what it was I was going through and what I was dealing with and uh, came across uh, Fight CRC's uh, website and they seemed to really resonate with me and I really liked their message in allowing uh, survivors to share their story um, to you know to advocate on behalf of CRC and uh, just the resources on the website were very helpful. And I saw, you know, a program as I was going through the, the website, uh, you know, for the ambassadorship that really uh, sounded interesting to me. So I uh, put in an application and uh, a couple months after that found out uh, that it had been accepted and was down there in, uh, for some training in, uh, in August uh, for the, you know, for the ambassadorship on what, you know, what we get to do and uh, how we could help. How did you come to be diagnosed, Paul? We were on a uh, family vacation in uh, July of 2016. And, you know, prior to that, really didn't have any symptoms other than, uh, you know, some fatigue. But I always just kind of associated that with, you know, getting old. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, when we were out on this uh, vacation out in Colorado, I just, you know, I developed some bloating, some abdominal cramps and, you know, cramping and uh, just a frequency of, you know, the uh, needing to go to the bathroom just constantly, you know, throughout the, the trip. And there towards the end, um, you know, I noticed some blood in my stool, you know, and uh, that, you know, just raised my my alertness, and when I got home, uh, scheduled a uh, an appointment with the doctor, and he was good about it. You know, he got uh, got me scheduled to get a colonoscopy. You know, right away, and um, I I was forty four. You know, it hadn't really been you know a thought in my mind that I would be you know that I would have colon cancer. You know, because you hear you know you don't need to be screened until you're fifty. You know. Um, so went in there, got the colonoscopy, which, you know, was a breeze. And as I was waking up, the uh, doctor that did the, the procedure, you know, he came in and said, you know, we, we need to talk. And just by looking at his face, I knew it wasn't going to be too good. And that's when, you know, he said he was pretty confident that I, uh, that he found a tumor and that, uh, you know, it, it was cancerous. What was your initial reaction to that news? It was disbelief, shock. Um, it seemed like, you know, everything just froze up. And, you know, you, you never expect a diagnosis like that. You know, you always think, well, this will never happen to me. But, you know, it, it hit hard. And, um, you know, first thought was, you know, my family and what, how I'm going to tell them and explain to them that, you know, everything's going to be okay. We're going to continue to fight. And uh, just for the most part, it was it was a big shock. When did you find out that it was indeed stage four? Then, um, you know, they sent off the uh, uh, the, the biopsy, you know, for the, the tumor that they took during the, the scan, um, you know, to confirm that it was cancer and scheduled a couple of follow-up 
uh, or not couple, you know, an MRI. Um, and that MRI scan, you know, obviously showed that it had spread uh, to my, they found, a, you know, a few spots on my liver and a few spots on my lungs. So um, with that spread, you know, to the other organs there, they, you know, classified that as uh, stage four, which at the time, you know, I had no idea what that meant. You know, I was very naive when it came to cancer and didn't realize, you know, there was a staging uh, process involved in it and what that what that meant. And you're currently in treatment, right? Yes. Um, they immediately, uh, you know, started me uh, with treatments in August of 2016, and I have been um, doing the, the treatments every two weeks since then. What form of chemo are you going through? Right now, it's um, I, I have a port, and um, they have it's, it's an antibody, and it's Vextabin, I believe it's what it's called, along with uh, irotikinin. I, I I'm not very good at the all the medical terminology. You got it. Uh, and that's okay. Good, uh, and that's. Uh, the, the treatment I'm going through currently, I've been on the, started off with the FU5 and the mm -hmm. Oxyplatin. Yep. And, uh, that Oxyplatin was, uh, that was a real experience there. That, uh, and that's that was in the middle of winter too. And that's, uh, oh, yeah, that, that increases that sensitivity to that coldness and being in the middle of winter, that was not fun here in Omaha. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can't relate because I went through Folfox and Oxyplatin. In Florida in the summertime, so, so I can only imagine, can only imagine what that's like uh, when it's cold outside. Still, uh, probably not not so much uh, not any fun down in Florida though either. But yeah, it's uh, it, it, you know when I when I first started with the treatments, it was definitely working, and uh, uh, they had to switch it up here recently. Uh, I think I've had six treatments now with the. Um, Vextamin, and uh, that was my first scan that uh, we had uh, earlier this week and uh, received some good news that, that it, it appears to be working. Excellent. Wow, that's great news. I'm excited to hear that. So, yes. So, I, what caught, uh, how you caught my attention is there was a post I saw online that just really resonated with me. You really touched one of my buttons that I've just kind of you know, I'm curious about, and you talked about men, and men don't want to talk about stuff, uh, if I'm paraphrasing cor correctly. Uh, kind of, kind of, fill in the blanks for me here. Sure. You know, and I, I am probably just as guilty about it, too, and I haven't really opened up until this diagnosis and wanting to, you know, really help people, uh, you know, with this and avoiding it. And, you know, guys, they don't like to go to doctors. They don't like to talk about these things with other guys. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's embarrassment or if it's a show, a sign of weakness or, you know, or what it is, but, you know, we just don't talk about that. And I think maybe it's a good idea that we, we are a little more open with these things because, you know, it, it shares that these stories with other, you know, uh, males that we can't ignore these things that are going on and uh, we need to go see a doctor. We're not 
you know, always going to be that, that tough guy that, you know, is going to let it slide and, you know, it's, everything's going to be okay. It's, it just doesn't work that way. Um, and that was very representative in the training that I was with, you know, because you also, or at least I, my view was, is with colon cancer, you know, that was, you know, kind of a male's d- disease, you know, like prostate cancer. And, uh, when went to the training, I was a little overwhelmed with, uh, and, and, and in a good way too. I'm, I'm glad to see the females were there and, you know, representing, but there was a very lopsided representation of the females in the room versus, you know, males uh, sitting there talking about it. And that that really inspired me to, you know, think a little bit more, uh, you know, about this this whole situation and uh, really wanting to inspire other males to, you know, recognize their symptoms and get to a doctor and get them checked out. Yeah, I heard someone say, and it, it really resonated with me, if you think uh, this is embarrassing, try sitting in a chemo chair. Oh, yep. That's, uh, that's definitely, uh, uh, that hits it right on the nose there. I would say it's, you'd much rather trade, you know, getting it taken care of versus sitting in that chemo chair. I would definitely agree with that. You know, um, yeah, I noticed the same thing. So I've been to, goodness, probably four or five conferences uh, since uh, colon cancer being, being part of my life. And it was the very first conference I went to. And I'm looking around the room going, where's all the guys? I know the rate of diagnosis is not 80-20 in favor of women. Where are all the guys? And each conference I went to, it was no different. So, and then you tell me that, you know, you've seen the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that's uh, uh, a quick observation that I didn't make. And I'm glad that you kind of share that same, uh, the same observation. I mean, even as I look at all the podcast interviews I've done, I think it's, it's uh, not quite 80, 20, uh, but still, it's still overwhelmingly more women wanting to share their story. So, Mattel, you, you, you said that that was uh, brought up in your training. Uh, tell me, tell, tell us about that. Well, in, you know, when we, we did bring that up, it was definitely, a, you know, an aha moment, I think, kind of at that time. Maybe uh, that's the way I took it. Maybe, maybe not so much. But, you know, the women were very supportive and, you know, <laughs> and saying, yeah, you guys, you guys need to get your butts in here. No pun intended, but, uh, you know, and start talking about these things, very supportive. And there was discussions on why we thought, you know, that was the case. And I, I don't think anybody could really, you know, pinpoint that one. But yeah, if we could figure that one out, the, that might be the solution. Sure. So not only did you appear on the NASDAQ building in New York, uh, looks like today you also appeared on local TV. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the news station um, here locally, uh, they uh, were out here doing an interview with me a couple of days ago, and that, uh, that uh, aired today and was uh, pretty exciting. And uh, actually with that same news station, uh, they've got a morning show. It's kind of like Good Morning America, but it's here uh, locally in Omaha that they do live uh, every day. 
and I'm going to be on that on on Monday as well. Um, again, talking about uh, you know colon ca- uh, cancer awareness. Have you ever worked uh, in any kind of media or been on TV prior to this? No, you know this is all all new to me. So uh, it's a very cool experience. It's uh, nice to be getting all that attention, but not you know you, you don't want to have to go through what you know what we're doing here to right. you know to get there. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Definitely, a, a, you know, a positive experience. So have you given any thought to what you're going to say on Monday? Uh, you're going to try to target that mes- message out uh, to the guys out there? Yep, that's, uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, keep the message in general because you definitely don't want to, you know, exclude the, the, the females by any means. But, uh, you know, in the message, there there is that little extra nudge for the guys that I like to try and get out there and, um, you know, just get that inspiration for the males to get out and start talking about this. Speaking of inspiration, there was something that was highlighted in the today, and you talked about four people uh, tell us tell, tell, uh, tell us more about that we were you were looking at pictures on the wall and, and it really tugged at my really oh tugged yeah at my, my that's for sure oh sure yeah that's uh my my kids you know the my three kids it's uh uh and my wife my 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 family um it's truly the like you said the inspiration that i get up every day and fight every day for for them and uh my my daughter uh she's uh 23 and uh currently she lives down in kansas city uh she just recently moved down there and she comes back quite often uh my my son uh he's currently a junior at uh, creighton university here in omaha nebraska uh he'll be turning 21 in in april and then my youngest son he's uh He's a junior in high school. He'll be turning 17 uh, in April. Um, But, yeah, they are truly my inspiration as far as fighting this battle and getting that message out and uh, hopefully something that they'll never have to worry about. How have your kids been supporting you, Paul? They are constantly, you know, my my daughter is constantly coming up to visit. It's about a three-hour trip. and my my son's uh, fraternity uh, they held a uh, it's actually a pretty cool event uh, it was a point one k and that was back in um, what was that September and it was uh, you know a race to uh, you know raise money for the the treatment center here that I go to as well as uh, fight CRC and it was pretty funny because it's a you know like a full race that they have uh pacers running they've got a little water station set up about halfway through hold and, on uh so Did all the features like a full marathon okay oh sure what is that and steps? yeah point one k <laughs> like that sounds like my kind of race <laughs> that's exactly that, that may be the <laughs> length right. of a football field <laughs> something, something our opportunity would come up with yeah, they they definitely uh, took the humorous side on that, and it was uh, it was a great event, great weather, and um, then of course my uh, youngest son, you know, he's here. Uh, he he still lives at home, and you know, get to see him all the time, helping out, you know, uh, you know, do things around the house, and uh, just always 
they're all very supportive and, you know, want to do what they can to, you know, to help out. Are you in an on week or an off week in terms of chemo right now? Um, this is a, this is an on week. I had the, the treatment on Monday. So, uh, you know, just feeling a little, little fatigue, but, uh, other than that, I think the, all the media attention and all the news here this week is definitely got the adrenaline going and, uh, keeping me going for sure. So all this immediate attention that you're getting, uh, what are you hoping becomes of it? I'm hoping that, um, somebody will see my message and see the symptoms that, you know, I've tried to work in there with all these interviews um, and, and just general awareness of colon cancer and get that message. And if they're experiencing these symptoms that hopefully somebody will listen, get to the doctors and get a scan. Or even if you haven't had a scan, um, you know, and you're at that age of 50 and you, you haven't had that scan, this will, you know, hopefully get your attention and maybe go out there, uh, you know, and get scanned and hopefully, you know, save somebody from having to, you know, go through these experiences that, you know, you and I share. It's a club that, you know, it's a one you don't want to get into, but, you know, once, once you're there, it, it's definitely, there's a lot of, a lot of support. No question. No question. There's like great organizations out there. Fight TRC is certainly at the top of that list. And, uh, you know, it's organizations like that yeah. that help uh, guys like you and I get through. Paul, where can people find you online? Well, um, I'm on Facebook. Um, you can find me and friend request me anytime. I, uh, last name, uh, you know, Shadle, S-H-A-D-L-E, Paul. And, uh, I've also got a Twitter account. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar or not, but we've got kind of a small football program here. Uh, so naturally, I have to take, you know, a bit of that, that name on my Twitter account, and that's at Husker Shadle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> we, we live and breathe, you know, football around here. So um, that's all one word. Um, you can uh, follow me. Uh, I'll probably once you follow me, I'll, I'll return the favor and, and follow you back. Um, but as far as social media, that's uh, kind of what I go back and forth on. Those are the two places: um, Facebook and Twitter. Well, I'll, I'll sh- be sure to share those links uh, with the post that accompanies uh, this podcast, so people know where to find you. Oh, great, great. Well, Paul, I appreciate you spending some time with me. Uh, I know you've been extremely busy. You also had treatment this week. You've got another TV appearance coming up on Monday. So uh, I want to give you time to uh, kind of recharge those batteries. Uh, first and foremost, Paul, I want to wish you uh, continued positive news on the health front. Uh, I, I know that's obviously top of mind for you and your family and just want to wish you just all the best there. And, uh, and also thank you for all of the wonderful work you're doing to raise awareness around colorectal cancer. And if, you know, like you said, if the work you're doing can help, you know, even one guy go get a colonoscopy when he otherwise would not have, then certainly it was all worthwhile, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, I, yeah, thank you so much for uh, you know inviting me on your show here. I uh, definitely love what what you're doing for the CRC community, getting that message out there with the podcast. You're doing a great job, and 
uh, it, it's been an honor to be on the show here with you and uh, talk about it. Well, th- thanks again. Be well, my friend. Oh, you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast, and thank you to our sponsors and supporters, the Colon Cancer Coalition, H2ORS, and Fresh Assist for your support. The Colon Cancer Podcast is a proud supporter of Genie's Blue Angels, providing financial support to those affected by colorectal cancer.